I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Scuderia F1, the podcast that's always up to speed with the latest Formula One news. Follow us on Twitter at Scuderia F1 Pod and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Daly and Kevin Laramang. Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast that is always up to speed with Formula One here on the Overtime Media Network. My name is Mark Daly and it is Sunday night and that means if it's Sunday night we have a race to talk about. Russian Grand Prix at the Sochi Autodrome went earlier today. Valtteri Bottas winning as I predicted on Thursday on the regular show but before you come to be for advice each and every week on who's going to win let's just say that I rarely get these things right but I don't know maybe this time I was just a, a little bit lucky but certainly did not see that race unfolding the way that it did and well certainly Lewis Hamilton didn't expect to get a 10 second time penalty for the uh, for the infraction that he had for practicing uh, starts in an unauthorized area of the track before the, uh, the the race got going. But before we get into that, I just want to just point something out. I'm not really big into this uh, sort of thing, but this one bears mentioning. Tonight's show is the 200th episode of Scuderia F1 since we began all the way back in uh, 2016 for the very first race of the year in uh, in Australia. And we've been here for every race uh, ever since and uh, during the off season as well. And it's still just as fun to do it today as it was uh, all those years ago and uh, fully intend to, to keep going as long as it uh, remains fun. And let's admit it, Formula One is fun, so... I'm going to be here, unfortunately, for a while longer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before we get into uh, some of the news uh, and some of the, uh, the the quotes from the race uh, today, let's just uh, run down the top 10 in this one. Uh, Valtteri Bottas winning it, uh, Max Verstappen uh, coming home in second, Lewis Hamilton recovering nicely to third after it was all said and done, Sergio Perez in the racing point, fourth, Danny Ricardo in the first of the, the, the Renaults, in fifth, Charles Leclerc, a P6 for the Ferrari, uh, their best showing in a while, although uh, P6 is obviously not where Ferrari wants to be. Then Esteban Ocon in the second, uh, Renault in the seventh, uh, Danny Kvyat, the, uh, the the hometown town boy, so to speak, well, the Russian driver at the Russian Grand Prix, coming home P8 just in front of his uh, teammate, uh, Pierre Gasly, and then uh, Alex Albon uh, coming in P10, and uh, Alex uh, suffering a, a five-grid uh, uh, penalty before the start of this one for a gearbox uh, change. And those uh, discussions uh, are not going to dry up uh, very soon. Those comparisons between uh, Alex Albon and uh, Pierre Gasly. Uh, Albon uh, delivering, again, uh, some very Gasly-esque performances. Or, uh, well, Pierre Gasly circa 2019, anyways. And uh, uh, finishing behind his uh, rival once again. And uh, quite a ways down on his teammate, uh, Max Verstappen, obviously, who came home in uh, in second. Only two DNFs uh, in this one. Uh, Nobody retired as uh, the result of a mechanical failure. Uh, both cars that uh, that crashed out were Carlos Sainz and Lance Stroll, who both had uh, incidents on uh, lap number one, and we're going to talk about that 
that uh, shortly. Um, but yeah, interesting that uh, all the other cars uh, that uh, that finished managed uh, to do so, and uh, it's it's it really is amazing uh, sometimes how we do see basically the entire field uh, come home. Oh, barring accidents in this case, uh, but uh, no retirements as uh, as a result of uh, reliability issues or mechanical issues. Just goes to to show you the uh, the the. the phenomenal and uh, fantastic pieces of engineering these uh, Formula One cars are. So we should also mention uh, Valtteri uh, Bottas, in addition to uh, claiming 25 points for P1 for winning this afternoon, also took the single point for the fastest lap of the race. And uh, Valtteri, he set, uh, whereas in my notes here, he set uh, a 137.030. So that's uh, quite a bit off uh, the the lap record and the race record, which I think is about a 135. I think the, the, the overall track record record which uh, Bottas uh, holds is like a 131 or something absolutely insane. Anyways, uh, looking now at the the Drivers Championship, let's just go down the top 5 uh, spots in that one. Uh, Lewis Hamilton still on top, obviously 205 points. Uh Bottas closing the gap uh, slightly today, now 44 points uh, between them uh, because uh, Valtteri now sitting on 161 points for the season. Uh Max uh, Verstappen recovering a little bit, uh, finally coming home and bringing uh, getting some points for the first time in a couple of races. Obviously Max is going to want to forget those two very disappointing outings that we saw at Mugello and Monza a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Lando Norris still sitting fourth in the World Championship, albeit only a single point ahead of Alex Albon in uh, in in, uh, in the second Red Bull. Although Alex is only sitting a point ahead of uh, Danny Ricciardo, who's uh, starting to move up in the Drivers' uh, Championship. Now, looking over the constructors' uh, side, again, this is uh, purely formality uh, because uh, it's still Merce- uh, Mercedes on top of 366 points uh far like I say they're just miles ahead of uh, Red Bull the 192 uh, McLaren today uh, scoring, uh, well, they didn't score any points, so uh, 106 points is where they sit. Uh, racing point, only two points uh, behind them now with 104. And uh, Renault, uh, they, they've been greatly improved over the past uh, couple of races, and Renault uh, now sit on 99 points. So that that battle in the midfield between McLaren, Racing Point, and, and Renault, that's probably, I think, going to go the rest of the season. I think that's going to be a fun battle to watch because uh, all three of those cars seem to be very, very uh, evenly matched, and uh, they, they all seem to be pretty good cars and they got some pretty good drivers in them so it should uh, be fun to watch over the the the, the coming weeks and months uh, ahead as we uh, ride out to the second half of the formula one season the 2020 world championship but the big story in this race was the story that happened right before the race even uh, got underway and that was uh, lewis hamilton was awarded two five second uh, time penalties uh well he it was it was it was crazy because he he basically uh was given uh, two. Uh, he was found in violation of the rules and two separate incidents uh, for uh, practicing uh, starts in the wrong place. And one of those was at the end of the, the the pit lane. And well, obviously they found that there was an infringement. I don't know the exact uh, you know technicalities where it comes down where you can and where you can't. But it was uh, reviewed, and several laps into the the, the, the race, uh, the announcement uh, did come down that uh, he was uh, being uh, penalized. Five seconds for both of them. Now, the way that the rules uh, work, that uh, because Lewis had not uh, taken uh, a pit stop in the race uh, so far, uh, that he would uh, he just couldn't have the ten seconds uh, tacked on to his uh, time at the end of the race. So he had to come in, sit there idle for ten seconds, which just seems like an eternity in in Formula One. I mean, we're we're used to watching these cars roll into the pits, come to a full stop, and then uh, barely two seconds or three seconds later, we're just uh, used to them tearing off uh, like a bat out of hell. 
and uh, going back uh, and rejoining the, the 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 race. So to see a Formula One car sitting there for ten seconds, I mean, it uh, it it seems like a very very long time, and it really did uh, affect uh, Lewis's chance to win that uh, Grand Prix. Obviously, the next one that he's going to win is going to tie Michael Schumacher's uh, record of ninety one Grand Prix uh, victories. And between the, the the two of them, they have one hundred and eighty one race wins in Formula One. I mean, that it's just absolutely mind-boggling uh, stuff but you you can understand why Lewis Hamilton is would be uh, frustrated and he did uh, have to say afterwards that, that he feels that uh, that this uh, the formula 1 stewards are trying to stop him uh, by giving him all these uh, penalties and i guess he's also referring to the, uh, the 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 penalty that he had at Monza a couple of weeks ago for entering the pit lane uh, when when the pit lane was closed was another example Anyways, uh, Lewis said, uh, quote, uh, I need to go back and see what the rules are or exactly what I did wrong. I'm pretty sure no one has got two five-second uh, penalties or something so ridiculous uh, before. I didn't put anyone in danger. I've done this at a million tracks over the years and never been questioned on it, but it is what it is, end quote. Anyways, uh, I thought it was uh, very interesting, uh, you know, especially uh, during the race uh, when, uh, you know, his uh, his, uh, his uh, race engineer, uh, um, uh, Peter Bonington, you know, came over race radio, told him about it. I mean, you could tell that Lewis Lewis was uh, was really uh, you know ticked off about uh, the, the the whole thing. I mean, on the flip side, I mean uh, Lewis, I mean he can afford to drop points in in the championship. I mean we still have half a dozen races to go. I mean you know Valtteri Bottas is his only real threat at at the moment. I mean I only say that he's a threat uh, honestly is because you know he's got the same car as Lewis and uh, you know I mean anybody that's uh, driving in a Mercedes is uh, going to have a chance to win a race every time they they, they step into that car and get onto the track. The difference is that uh, Valtteri Bottas, if he's going to beat Lewis Hamilton, has to be as good as or better than Lewis Hamilton himself. So, I mean, that is a tall, tall order to ask. And uh, also, not only is he going to have to beat uh, Lewis uh, straight out, I mean, he's probably going to need a lot of uh, help uh, to, uh, to do it as well, because uh, th- this would be one one example. But, I mean, still, I mean, when, when you look at it, I mean, Bottas uh, did well to win the race and claim maximum points, uh, not only just for the race uh, victory, but also for the fastest lap but he, he does he, he wasn't able to like open it up as much as he obviously probably would have wanted to or close a gap I should say because uh, Lewis uh, coming in a p3 which was you know in all honestly uh, honesty a pretty good uh, recovery drive anyways we're going to talk a little bit more about that in, in a minute uh, but first of all I want to talk to you guys about my bookie because winning season is back and winning season means doubling your first deposit winning season means insane props epic bonuses and the craziest cross sport wagers at my bookie winning season means watching live sports and betting on live sports all season long. The NFL is back, and that means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. So get in on the action by using my promo code OVERTIME and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. So once again, use my promo code OVERTIME and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, but only at my bookie. And OVERTIME is going all in for our listeners in September we're going to give away $500 cash to one lucky person who takes advantage of this offer. So when you make your first deposit, grab a screen grab of your uh, MyBookie account and email it to overtime at advertisecast.com. That's overtime at advertisecast.com. $500 given away at the end of the month. So get it on it. 
All right. Well, welcome back to the show. So, yeah, just uh, talking a little bit more about uh, Lewis Hamilton and uh, the the situation that he finds himself in now. This is the second uh, incident where he's been uh, penalized in three races that have uh, obviously cost him uh, the opportunity to win that race. I mean, uh, Monza, that, well, I mean, there was a lot of uh, mayhem going in there. I mean, what else are we going to see Pierre Gasly and Carlos Sainz uh, fighting for a race victory in the latter half or the the latter stages of a race? I mean, under normal circumstances at this point in Formula One, we're, we're we're not going to see that uh, very often. So that was a bit exceptional, but I can understand why why, why Lewis would have would have been uh, upset about that uh, time or you know the, the the penalty he was given at that race. But still, that was just a one-off, and maybe you just kind of blow that one off. But then you get the, this one that he gets in, in Russia on Sunday. You know, two separate uh, incidents that uh, that he's uh, penalized for because it was a bit uh, weird when it came up on the the notification. Uh, you know, during the the, the race broadcast, it was uh, you know uh, uh, practice start violation one or whatever it was, and the practice violation two, and then uh, you know five second time penalty for 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 both of them. So I, I can understand uh, you know Lewis's uh, you know why he would all of a sudden sudden uh, be uh, you know pretty upset about that because uh, especially if he says that this is a situation or something that he's done many times in the past uh, with, without incidents surely you're, you're, he's going to start uh, you know uh, you know questioning why that uh, this time was uh, worse than the, the than the rest now I know you can pull out the tinfoil and get into all the different uh, you know conspiracy theories and all that but I don't know I mean I, I'm going to lean more on the side that the that, that it's un- obviously unfortunate for for Lewis Hamilton but also I, I think that the uh, that the, uh, the, the the stewards are just uh, enforcing the rules in the way that, that that they see that they have to do it, and they're just uh, doing their jobs. Uh, and like I said uh, just before the break, there, as frustrating as it is for Lewis, at least he does have like this huge uh, gap at the you know lead in the points uh, at the top of the drivers' championship at the moment. And realistically, uh, Bottas is the only guy that's uh, going to going to catch him. And uh, like I was saying as well, that uh, at least uh, you know from from Lewis's point of view that uh, although he did well to get back on the podium, it wasn't as good as he was hoping. I mean, because, you know, I still find it uh, difficult to, to, to like regularly think that anybody is going to beat uh, Lewis Hamilton race in, race out. At this point, it's uh, just not going to happen. I know I did call uh, Bottas to win this race uh, the, the, this week, but that was more from a historical point of view that the, the Bottas has done very well at this track over the years. It just uh, really seems to be uh, one of these uh, venues, one of these circuits that he really seems dialed into. It seems to suit his style. And uh, obviously, he's got a great car in the, uh, the Mercedes uh, W10. Sorry, W11. That uh, that that really uh, suits him as well. So uh, Lewis, you know, he he can afford to take, uh, you know. So some of these results here and there. I mean, it's funny too because a couple of months ago, I mean, it was uh, it was Bottas that was uh, you know hemorrhaging points here and there through uh, you know the, the bad start that he had in Hungary for uh, for one example, and uh, you can see why that uh, you know it's frustrating for both of them. But that that's the point I think that uh, you know this that that when it comes to looking at the overall season in Formula One, is that it's very much a marathon. It it, it very much goes over the course of this year, obviously. You see 20 races rather than uh, sorry 17 races rather than uh, than the 22 we are going to do, uh, get but it really is that that long term that that marathon rather than the sprint that you need to uh, to focus on because regardless if you're Lewis Hamilton or not whether you're the best driver in formula 1 or not 
things are going to happen beyond your control sometimes and uh, you you just got to roll with it and you know again like i said at least from lewis's point of view as frustrating as it's got to be at the moment at least he does have that uh, that that benefit of um, you know a, a very large lead in the championship that he can fall back on and uh, when you look at now i mean we only have six races uh, to go now i mean we we get a couple of races before we go to the nurburgring then portugal then emila and then we really are into the stretch run after that i mean you had, uh, turkey sakir and then uh, we rounded up at uh, abu dhabi in the uh, in the middle of uh, december and then that's it it's all done and and wrapped up in the season is uh, is over it's a wrap at that point but you know at least uh, for, from lewis's uh, point of view that uh, even though he's dropped some points in the past couple of races the the opportunities that 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 uh, that, that bottas has to, to to close that gap and you know um, for the record i think honestly that that battle is is over now unless lewis for some reason doesn't finish a couple of races because his car gives up on him that uh and, and he's, he's not scoring any points and and Bottas is winning those races that's realistically the only way that it's going to happen and I mean these Mercedes cars are are so good and so reliable is that you don't see the uh you know the, these mechanical uh, incidents happening to them all that uh, very often anyways uh, let's talk a little bit uh, more I mean uh, there's uh, you know plenty that was said about it. the total wolf uh, found that uh, the, the penalties that uh, Lewis got in Russia was a, a little bit uh, far fetched and then also the subsequently uh, uh, one of the things that, that that has happened, the penalty points uh, that uh, he was awarded uh, for the infringements uh, were actually uh, dropped uh, because uh, if uh, if so, then he was only a couple of points off of um, uh, getting a, a, a one race uh, ban. He was at uh, ten points. And then, uh, so that, that could have got a little bit. So anyways, that's, uh, that's been uh, removed. And then, uh, well, uh, Bottas himself, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, <laughs> he had a couple of interesting uh, things to say, uh, because, uh, on the starting lap, uh, before we had the incident, uh, first with Carlos Sainz hitting the wall and then the incident uh, between, uh, Stroll and Leclerc that, uh, that, that really kind of brought the, the, the proceedings to a grinding halt in the safety car. And Bottas was really pushing uh, Lewis there at the start. He had a very good uh, start, you know, got off the line very well. But uh, Bottas said that a massive bee, as in a, an insect, uh, hit his helmet uh, just kind of going into uh, turn two, which he uh, thought uh, distracted him uh, enough to, to pull off uh, an opening lap uh, uh, passing attempt on, on Lewis. Uh, anyway, so he said that uh, he went uh, too deep into the corner, and uh, that was uh, because of the distraction of the the, the, <laughs> the bee hit him, the, hit his uh, visor. And he uh, said, uh, quote, I knew the start was going to be the first opportunity. Actually, it was a bit compromised because there was like a massive bee or something that hit my visor as I was braking. I couldn't uh, really see where I should brake, so that's why I went uh, too deep. But I knew it was going to be a long race after that, and with the medium tire, I had opportunities. But obviously, uh, Lewis had penalties, so once I was in clean air, I felt I had the pace. Uh, was pretty awesome, and I could really control everything, end quote. Yeah, and I mean, uh, from that point, that really was Valtteri's uh, opportunity. It was his race to to lose. I mean, all he really needed to to to, to do was uh, make sure that he stayed in front of Lewis, obviously on the track, but uh, just kept his nose clean, didn't risk anything, and uh, he did uh, a very good job. I mean, he managed the race well. He took care of his tires. He did everything right that he needed to do. And uh, this is just uh, you know, un- unfortunately, I think this is just going to be one of those kind of um, you know when you go back and look at the synopsis, uh, the, the the roundup of the 2020 Formula One World Championship. 
I think this is just going to be uh, one of those, uh, you know, th- those situations like, oh yeah, well, that's one of the races that uh, that that Bottas won this year. Uh, you know, as runner up in the championship or, or wherever he finishes up, uh, you know, rather than being, uh, you know, a, a real dead on heat between himself and, uh, and Lewis Hamilton. And again, like I say, I mean, that, that's nothing against, uh, you know, Bond has himself, but I, I just think that, uh, at, at this point, that Lewis is just too far ahead and there's, there's far too, uh, you know, far too few races left for Bottas to, to, to really close that gap uh, anytime uh, soon. Uh, you know, he, he had his opportunities uh, earlier in the year, but uh, just hasn't been able to, to do it. Anyways, uh, Bottas said uh, his, uh, his second, uh, the, the second time he uh, said, uh, to a quote, to whom it may concern bleep you. And uh, he said the same thing after the season opener in Australia last year. And uh, he said it was just an open uh, kind of statement to uh, people that uh, he should uh, give up. Uh, and well, that, that's kind of interesting. I'm going to talk a little bit uh, about it in a moment here. Uh, but first of all, just got to take a, a break here on the Overtime Media Network. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. While sports can bring us so much joy, it can also bring us a lot of unwanted stress. And that stress can make it difficult to concentrate, relax, and get decent sleep. Sunday Scaries was launched in 2017 by two best friends and business partners, Bo Schmidt and Mike Sill. They operated a full-service bar with 50 employees and were always exhausted. They tried all kinds of products, but they didn't work. Then they started experimenting with CBD. They loved the effects and regained control of their days and nights, but they wanted better CBD products. So what they did for themselves was specially formulate CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12 that were super consumable, easy to take on the go, and effective. 
Long story short, their specially formulated CBD products and vitamins helped relieve the overwhelming angst they felt on a daily basis. So in July 2017, they named the company Sunday Scaries and began sharing their products with friends and launched their online store at sundayscaries.com. With tens of thousands of customers, monthly subscribers, and a 100% money-back guarantee, Sunday Scaries has always been on a mission to transform a worrisome nation into a chill one. And right now, we have a bonus for you. Get 25% off all products at sundayscaries.com when you use the code OVERTIME. Again, 25% off all products at sundayscaries.com when you use the code OVERTIME. All right. Well, welcome back to the show. We're talking Formula One. We're talking uh, uh, Russian Grand Prix. We're talking about uh, Valtteri Bottas dropping F-bombs on race radio in the post-race. Anyways, uh, well, we're we're not actually saying F-bombs. This show is rated E for everyone, but you get my point. Anyways, uh, he was asked to clarify the meaning of his statement in the post-race press conference. And he said said that it wasn't a a criticism of the results that he's had uh, against uh, his teammate or just his results in uh, general this year. And he had to say, quote, honestly, I just don't get people uh, who has the need to criticize people. Uh, There's been people telling me that I should not bother. I should give up. uh, But how I am, I will never do that. So I just wanted, again, to send my best wishes to them. It just came out. Uh, But the main thing is I'm confident when I come to every race weekend, and I believe I can do it, and that's how I'm always going to be. You have to be in that mindset. Even though I'm uh, uh, glad yesterday was tough, I didn't give up. I looked at the positives, and I knew there would be opportunities, and things came to me today. So, yeah, I hope I can encourage people not to give up because that's the biggest uh, mistake you can do in your life, end quote. And uh, let's be fair. I I mean, (laughs) I, I, I think I'm being fairly logical in my in my deduction and reasoning that I'm not telling Bottas to, to, to give up. I'm just thinking that or what I'm saying uh, saying on this show at any rate is that that uh, that that it is going to be extremely difficult for for Valtteri Bottas to be Lewis Hamilton. Like I was saying earlier, he has to be as good as or better than Hamilton, which is a huge massive uh, thing to do. But then also he's going to need help in the form of uh, luck that, uh, that that he had today when his teammate uh, gets uh, gets a time penalty. Unfortunately, he wasn't in the same position to take advantage of that uh, at Monza a couple of weeks ago. But again, that's uh, just uh, just motor racing, and you know. I, I, Obviously, some people are thinking he's uh, just uh, wasting his time, and I think you could probably think uh, or, or come to some conclusions as to which driver they 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 more support. And like I keep saying on, on the show regularly, I think that uh, that Bottas is that ideal guy for Mercedes. Uh, I mean, he's there; he's getting them a lot of points. So from that point of view, he's 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 valuable to the team. He's contributing, but from his own personal uh, personal ambitions, it must uh, be uh, difficult and frustrating for him at times, uh, knowing that even though he has the same equipment as uh, Lewis Hamilton, it doesn't always uh, come together. And I mean, those couple of bad starts that he had, like Hungary, for example, that was kind of a little bit. Uh, self-inflicted so it hasn't been super easy for him all the time but uh, certainly you know I still think that uh, over the course of a season that 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 he's good to get a you know couple to several wins but I think uh, until the day that uh, things really change otherwise that uh, that 
that that this uh, you know it, it's obviously Lewis's team. Lewis is the best guy in the best car in Formula One, and uh, he, he's just going to have those cracks to 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 win the world championship uh, first of all. And that doesn't mean that uh, that anybody that isn't uh, Lewis Hamilton should give up all all hopes. You know, certainly not. Uh, but uh, certainly, I think there 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 is a little bit of uh, maybe frustration uh, from from Bottas uh, creeping into his mind. Anyways, uh, Max Verstappen, best of the rest in P two. So he said that. Uh, uh, the result that he had and the performance he had was uh, how it should be for them at Red Bull every week, uh, and that uh, was the first, you know, because uh, this is the first time that uh, he scored points in a in a couple of races. And uh, he said uh, after the afterwards quotes, uh, "That's how it should be every single weekend." Uh, of course, it was not good uh, the last two weekends, and I think now to be back on the podium in second, I think for us is a great result on a track where we're normally not that competitive, and we never scored a podium before as well. So I'm very happy with that. End quote. So yeah, you know that I, I think that was a, a great result uh, for for Max. You know, based on a couple of reasons. One, uh, they they've never had uh, you know a podium there before. They're they're typically like Max says, not uh, overly competitive on this track. Uh, but again, uh, and then thirdly, of course, uh, is the, the 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 fact that Max himself scored uh, points in a couple of races, which uh, you know after fr- frustrating issues he had with his uh, his engine in uh, at Monza and Mugello uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you, you can see why the frustration would start to. To, to weigh on Max's mind and uh, there, there's nothing that, that winning doesn't cure or in this case P2 doesn't cure and uh, Max again uh, you know great uh, great result uh, for, for him but still I think it was what 7.5 7.2 seconds second, so, sorry 7.7 seconds off uh, Valtteri Bottas who uh, ultimately won this race and again Max uh, you know Good result for him, but just at arm's reach, you know. He's just, or sorry, arm's length. He's close, but not quite close enough to uh, to to really be up there and uh, to really be challenging uh, Bottas or Hamilton or whoever. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. And until they're they're able to uh, take that leap, or Mercedes uh, start to go off the boil and aren't as uh, you know speeding as good as they are, which uh, <laughs> you know never seems uh, is going to happen. But who knows? Maybe one of these days uh, it will. Uh, a good result. Uh, for Max, uh, nonetheless, uh, Carlos Sainz, McLaren driver, believes that uh, turn two should not exist, and that was after he had a huge shunt on the uh, the, the opening lap after he had to uh, run wide in turn two. But the angle that he came across the track there into the, uh, the 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 runoff area was just way too flat, and the way that those bollards were were put up was he really had. To, well, I mean, even you hit it nice and square and head on, uh, where, where you're more or less at right angles to it. it it's a very narrow thing, but to come across it. Uh, that that uh, that that runoff area on an angle, he really was uh, trying to thread the needle and uh, or needle, and uh, he really did obviously did not make that work. You know, hitting the, uh, the 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 concrete barrier and then uh, just messing up his car, and then you know debris everywhere, and then uh, you know almost simultaneously you have uh, Lance Stroll and uh, Charles Leclerc coming to, to together just a, a couple of corners later, and there was just all that uh, pandemonium uh, going on. So he he did. Well, I, I love the 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 the, the report that I saw in the race uh, saying that uh, science had clipped the wall i mean there's no way you could describe that uh, hit as anything uh like a a little clip you know when i hear the word clip or clipped seems to me something that you know is like uh oh well you just it, it was just a really minor thing but i mean he hit it pretty hard and uh, you know he deflected outwards you know the right sorry left uh, front wheel came off the suspension was uh, pretty badly damaged so it, it was a fairly big hit anyways uh, carlos had to say quote unfortunately 
unfortunately in turn two I had someone come on the inside and I ran a bit wide uh, by the time I decided to go around the bollard I went around the bo- bollard with a very very narrow angle and I just misjudged my entry speed around the bollard and hit the wall pretty heavily uh, misjudgment uh, by my side a mistake uh, I think that corner shouldn't exist it is not a very nice corner to drive around and it generates these kinds of situations but I just misjudged it it is not a corner that is well designed you saw today in the race how many people are missing that apex and having to go around the bollards destroying the bollards it is clearly not a great corner end quote so yeah uh, obviously a frustration there but uh, that like i say i mean that was a, a really difficult angle to try and get through there and it really was trying to uh thread the needle at uh you know <laughs> 150 miles an hour whatever he was doing at, the, at that point anyways uh, lance stroll the racing point uh, driver uh, thinks it's a uh, in his words ridiculous that uh, charles leclerc was uh, not penalized uh, for the incident uh, on the opening lap that put lance into the wall and ultimately ended his race um, the incident was noted by the stewards uh, but they decided not to take any action uh, after that uh, leclerc went on to finish sixth in the race and then uh, well i mean obviously lance uh, with the dnf on the first lap uh, didn't score any points which uh, would be uh, frustrating because i mean uh, uh, racing point was going to say uh, force india racing point uh, have a very good uh, car now in the rp20 and are pretty much uh, a lock to score points uh, each and every weekend and obviously also have an outside shot at a podium and you can see uh, why i mean unfortunately the two camera angles we had was uh, charles's in-car camera which really didn't show the whole story i felt and then the camera from the track itself uh, was uh, a head-on uh, look from the next corner uh, looking back towards uh, turn two and you didn't really see uh, too much it didn't really seem very uh, conclusive. Anyways, uh, Lance said, quote, I'm quite surprised he didn't get a penalty. I gave him plenty of room. I did the whole corner on the outside and he just tagged my rear, uh, right rear. I gave him all the room I could and it was unlucky, but he could have avoided it and he didn't have the run, uh, have to run so wide into me. It's kind of ridiculous. He didn't get a penalty, end quote. So obviously, uh, more, uh, more frustration uh, around, uh, in the F1 paddock uh, today. Lance, uh, not happy with, uh, Charles Leclerc or the fact that, uh, he got off uh, with that, uh, that move, uh, scot free. Anyways, uh, Leclerc himself uh, says that, uh, con- uh, Ferrari have finally taken some, uh, concrete and positive step uh, forwards after the, the best result that they had in in uh, five races uh, but you you look uh, where Sebastian Vettel was uh, all the way back uh, you know <laughs> much uh, much uh, further down anyways uh, Charles had to say about himself quote very happy about today again from the beginning of the season it's difficult to be happy with P6 but the way it is we are maximized uh, what we had uh, today yesterday I was uh, frustrated about quali but at the end I didn't think uh, we could have done better even with a better quali uh, so happy with the weekend now we need to understand what we did different to, to be so much better better in the race than Bugello, for example, but is a good step forward, end quote. So yeah, I mean, whoever thought that, uh, you know, P6 uh, would be uh, what uh, Ferrari would uh, you know consider a good result, but certainly under the, the, the circumstances of the season that they found themselves in, uh, it's, it's completely uh, logical and understandable that uh, they see it as a positive uh, thing. Now, uh, Danny Ricardo, just a couple more things uh, before we rack, uh, wrap it up here. He says that the, the, the five second time penalty he had uh, for exceeding track limits at turn two and that engineered swap around that they had uh, with his uh, teammate Esteban Ocon who kind of left it a little bit uh, late at the end of the straight there but 
of course, he doesn't have to compromise uh, his race 100%, uh, you know, when given team orders to let his uh, faster teammate through. He could have backed off a little bit uh, earlier, sooner, uh, of course. But again, uh, Danny Ricardo pushing a, a little bit hard to, to get around his uh, teammate. Anyways, uh, Danny Rick said that the, the time penalty, quote, lit a fire under my bum, end quote. And he was uh, quite uh, motivated uh, to, to uh, keep uh, going. Anyways, uh, Ricardo said, quote, I would say the outcome was a, a good one, but there were certainly some uh, speed bumps along the way. Uh, literally. So I earned myself a five-second uh, penalty by going wide at turn two, and then I had to make up uh, that time. But we did in the end. I think we were fifth best today, and we got it. I made a little extra work for myself, but it was okay. The start was great again. Off the line, the car's been a rocket the last few starts. So lots of positives, some imperfections at times for me, but I think I cleaned myself up okay, end quote. He also uh, went on to, to take full responsibility uh, for, for uh, you know exceeding the track limits there. Didn't uh, lay anything at the, the, the feet, uh, feet of his teammate uh, Esteban Alcon just said he locked up uh, the, the tires and went wide. And then uh, he, he even uh, thought himself at the moment uh, that it happened, that he was probably going to get uh, penalized uh, for it. So when his uh, engineer came over the the, the, the radio, uh, Ricardo said that uh, he'd already accepted the fact that he was going to be uh, penalized for it. And then uh, I love his response that uh, on race radio was uh, basically uh, to the effect of, well, well, okay, well, I've got this uh, five second uh, penalty and deficit to, to make up for uh, at some point. So I'm just going to, drive faster and drive faster he did indeed but it was not enough to get him on the podium and definitely not enough for him to win that uh, bet the tattoo bet that he has uh, going with uh, his uh, team principal uh, surreal beatable but very good to see that uh, that Renault who I've been criticized you know critical about over the years finally showing some more pace uh, and some raciness and good to see them uh, more competitive and uh, hopefully it's uh, just uh, you know the, the, the first of many but it's kind of funny what with uh, Ricardo leaving there at the end of the year to go to McLaren that uh, who knows what kind of team that uh, Fernando Alonso is going to walk into uh, next year and what uh, he can do so that should be another one that's uh, fun to watch anyways uh, time to wrap it up thank you so very much for downloading and listening to episode 200 of uh, Scuderia F1 if you want to get in touch by all means do so do and uh, you can email me at uh, ScuderiaF1Pod at gmail.com or tweet me on the Twitters at ScuderiaF1Pod and that's it that's a wrap have a great uh, week and a great Monday and I'll be back in a couple of weeks or sorry a couple of weeks pardon me a couple of days with all the latest Formula 1 news and until then take care of yourselves and uh, bye for now ciao Thanks for listening to the Scuderia F1 podcast. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, then head over to ScuderiaF1Pod.com. Want to get in touch with us? Then email us at ScuderiaF1Pod at gmail.com.